Welcome to the Under the Mask Podcast, where we discuss the super process behind superheroes. Not just superheroes, aliens, horror, thrillers. If you can find it on a comics page, you can find it here. Here, you'll learn how to make comics. From the initial outlines, scripts, and artwork, to printing and putting the final book in a bag and board. For many years, Bill Colomb has written his book, Kinetic, and sold thousands of copies across the nation. And now we're inviting you along for an inside look to the comics process. If you're a fan of comic books, a total process junkie, or just looking for more insight into launching your own book, you're in the right place. This is the Under the Mask Podcast, and this is Bill Colomb. Under the Mask Podcast, episode 49. My guest today is a creator who went from a successful first launch to a failed second launch. And today, we're finding out how he built his audience and bounced back. My guest today is the writer and creator of Legacy of the View. The story follows a Southern high school sophomore, Chaz Johnson, as he comes to terms with his new superpowers. The first three issues of Legacy of the View are live on Kickstarter through June 3rd. You can support it by visiting kickstarter.com and looking up Legacy of the View in the search field, or just click the link in the show notes and description below. I'd like to introduce Curtis Specs Thompson. Curtis, thank you so much for coming on and talking with me today. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. The first thing that I'm going to ask you, like I ask all my guests, I want you to tell us a little bit about your story. Who are you and how did you get to be with us here today? I'm, of course, I'm Curtis Speck Thompson. I'm the uh, creator of Legacy of You. I've been doing this for about two years now. Um, I just was talking to my fiance one day uh, about what I used to do. Uh, I used to like draw and like, make my own stories back in high school. And it's talking to her. She's telling me that I should not, like go back and start trying to do that. You know, maybe I can uh, get a deal with Marvel or DC or something like that and just do my own research. You know, I decided to go the indie route. Two years later, here I am. So earlier in life, you'd been uh, kind of into comics and drawing and writing comics, kind of fell out of it. And then your wife actually talked you back into doing it again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wasn't basically doing comics, but, like, you know, I was writing like little stories. I was getting a notebook pad, just keep writing, 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 like putting my own characters in like, you know, the Dragon Ball Z world, X-Men world, stuff like that. Like have on OCs. Now I was doing a lot of that, but uh, comics and like making, I mean, I made little comics here and there, but actually like being passionate about, oh, this issue one, issue two, that was definitely when I was older. But yes, she's the one who uh, talked me into, into doing that. Very cool. It's nice to uh, find somebody who uh, lets you pursue your dreams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and of course, the reason that you're here, uh, Legacy of the View is live on Kickstarter. Uh, give us the quick pitch for Legacy of the View, and let's talk about it. All right. Uh, the Kickstarter is actually for issue three, but if you, you know, you're behind, you, you can get issue one through three on the Kickstarter. But the story is about a high school sophomore named Chaz Johnson. Um, he's just like a typical high school teenager. He likes TikTok videos. He likes playing video games, hanging out with his friends. And uh, he's really passionate about music. Uh, he's a a musical engineer as an intern at his uncle's recording studio. But besides all that, you know, he has a, a power that nobody knows about. He has power of creation. And with that power, he can uh, create items out of thin air that last up to uh, one minute. But he has to know about items before he creates them. But uh, with that power, he's able to stop the forces of uh, the how, which you want to use the human race as a power supply. 
and there are other heroes in this world, but 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 Chaz, aka the View, is the only one that can stop them the best way possible. So like in in this world, you know, it focuses on it, you know, just uh, him being a reluctant hero because he doesn't want to be a hero. He just want to hang out with his friends, pursue his career. But you know, the time comes, he has to do he has to do to stop the how. It has a lot of uh, hip hop elements into it. Uh, it takes place in Georgia, and you know that's spelled J A W A G A. And it's basically Georgia if it never broke apart from Alabama, Mississippi, and parts of Tennessee. So it's like a big super state like uh, California and Texas is. But in my world, is Georgia. Some other little tidbits are different between our world and theirs. But, you know, that's the majority part. And it's basically just about a, about a high school teenager trying to go through his own life without being a superhero. But they keep knocking on his door and he has to do it. Uh, one of the things I liked about on the Kickstarter page, and I forget exactly how you worded it, uh, but like you said, uh, you know, if you wanted to make a car, he would have to know how the motor works to actually conceive of that and make that his construct. But one thing you yes. said was that he's a baseball player, uh, so he can easily make, you know, a baseball bat. Yeah, yeah, he's a baseball player for the high school. He's a, he's, he's a triathlete, but, you know, he's, he's a star baseball player on the team. So, you know, he knows everything about the baseball bat, throwing, throwing items and all that. So, you know, in his fights, he's a... Uh, he has some mixed martial arts skills, but mostly the street fighting. So, you know, he can put, pull that bat out and go to work because he used that almost every day. <laughs> what was the initial inspiration for Legacy of the View? Um, originally, um, Chaz, uh, he was uh, uh, an X-Men character I created back in um, high school. Uh, he was like a blend between, I guess, Gambit and Forge. So that was like inspiration for that. So uh, now, you know, being older, um, I say it's more of uh, um, Casey Jones and Kyle Rayner, the Green uh, Green Lantern. So that'd be more inspiration for him. But other than that, I mean, I got other like little concepts I pulled from. But like power wise and his style and his fighting wise, would be Casey Jones. And from Ninja Turtles, nobody knew. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that everybody listening would know Ninja Turtles, but you never know. How did you get the art team together for this project? Just um, originally, I thought I was going to draw it myself because I'm able to draw. But uh, just to have that quality of work, you know, and and time for me to do it, you know, I couldn't get as fast as, you know, I wanted to. And and just not being subconscious about my own artwork. I had a Facebook friend who was already, we knew him. I knew him through music. Anyway, he's a rapper and I'm a DJ. And um, I already knew him. And I seen that he has a comic book. So um, I reached out to him and asked him how he did it, how he went to, you know, the route he went. And he introduced him to um, Yusef, which is my artist. Uh, he's a, Yusef, Yusef as well for his book. I tried Yusef out for six pages. I liked what he did. And from there, we made three more books. And um, my, and my letterer uh, is um, Lonzo Starr. He's another comic creator. Uh, but I, was able to, I saw him uh, doing great work. He has a, a brand called Concrete Comics. I saw what he was doing in uh, my first issue. I had real trouble with my letter for my first issue. So just talking to him, why well, did to do better? He said he's letter and he can um, help me out. And uh, using him, issue two came out being a better book and uh, all the way around, you know, uh, not artwork, but just placement and word, word and use. He uh, helped me out with that. And, and the third one was even more, even better than that. So that's how I became together with um, them two individuals. And obviously, uh, this launches for the third issue, but there's backup tiers or there's tiers for where you can get the first three. So if you're just hopping on, it's a great place to hop on. What else are you excited about with this launch? Um, to get a new fan base and to see where I sit in the uh, in the comic world. Uh, my first issue I put out is mostly like friends and family. 
then I start building up steam. Um, now I want to see like um, how big is the fan base and how big is the, uh, the the want or the need for the viewer or my writing style in general. I know if you're a fan of, you know, the music industry or hip hop or anything like that, and fans of anime and just want to see a different take on certain on style of art and, and heroes, you like Legacy of You, you know, uh, uh, I've been told my writing style is uh, is different. So, like, if you might think something's going on in the book, after reading a couple pages, you'll see I have put some twists on there as you want to expect. So, that story arc I, I'm working on right now is 25 issues. So, I don't plan on stopping no time soon. Uh, looking at the Kickstarter, uh, you're sitting, you're just about 50% funded. You've got 25 days left to go at the time of this recording. So plenty of time left on the clock. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind that I, I think you're going to hit the goal. Uh, okay. Okay. With, with all that, what does the future hold for you and legacy of the view? Well, right now, this is uh, my first story arc in my book. It's a four part story arc in this third book. So of course, you know, the fourth one will come out. It's just a, a, a metaphor on words, this whole story arc. It is the pilot story arc. You know, it's also my pilot issue. And the main villain is the pilot. So, you know, a lot of metaphors on that. But um, with this, you know, I can, I can go different routes. Ideally, I'm going to the origin story after this story arc. But if I'm able to pitch my book to uh, an animation group, I can use this story arc to do that. So... There's, you know, the future is a uh, move forward with the origin story in written form or I, as well as pitch it to the animations. I get some studios behind it to do some animation work or live action. You know, it all depends. Do you have any other projects in the pipeline? Uh, comic projects? Yes, I got uh, two spinoffs from the Legacy of You. I have Boots. Um, she's featured. Well, she's made the first appearance in issue two, which the first like like time that she has you seen her on page was issue three. She's a classmate of Chaz. But um, she's like a ninja type character and she would have her own spinoff um, series where uh, she controls a mecha suit and it's, uh, it takes place uh, in space. Like, it's a situation that happens that she gets sent out to space. It has, uh, I guess, a cyberpunk voodoo ninja feel to it. You know, mixture of all those. I say she's more like Karai from Ninja Turtles. Uh, she has a that kind of feel to her and plus the mech, a mecha suit um, i have to incorporate that in her fighting style but that's gonna be a to her transition from the view to her own book so you won't you know, see the same repeated story it's be the same character but you know a different aspect to her and as well i had like a prequel type story uh which involves the views uh mentor like character it's called fire brigade zero it's uh based off of firefighters a firefighter group and two of the firefighters they got powers one has a water power the other one has firepower um but the uh, catch with that is you don't you don't know which one of those are the views uh mentor um i leave his name very vague inside the view and to, so you have to read the whole story of fire brigade zero to see which one's which as well as uh i probably won't reveal which power he has to view until like later on in the um 40 issue so you see a firefighter and you see his name chief but you don't know what power he has or who he is. Uh, is this launch that's going on? Is it your first launch? Uh, it's my first launch for my issue three, but it's my uh, second crowdfunding attempt. Okay. Yeah. I saw uh, there's Legacy of the View 2 and uh, Legacy of the View 2 here. One of them, the funding canceled, uh, the other one, funding unsuccessful. Well, my first one was uh, uh, Indiegogo. And uh, I basically uh, broke even with that. 
I just chose Indiegogo because I can have the uh, getting the money regardless, you know, of the uh, the goal. So I did that and I basically broke even. So I thought I can just use them same, that same concept mm-hmm. of them backers and win on Kickstarter. And it didn't. It failed tragically. Um, the second one you seen, it was just me pressing the button too quick and, <laughs> and launching it and having to, <laughs> to cancel it. But uh, the one you do see uh, that was went through all the days where uh, I just got them seven backers and that was it. And I just, it was an epic fail. Um, but this one, um, I did research. Uh, I did better campaigning, um, better um, handshaking, you know, meet people and, and learn about the the indie community, the, the comic community in general. And, uh, and it just a uh, way better experience. Like I made uh, more money than right now fundraising wise and I did my first um card fund with Indiegogo. So everything's a plus so far. I just gotta hit that goal to get all the money from Kickstarter. What steps have you taken to help you build your audience? Just putting putting like certain pages or certain uh concept art on in certain areas on the internet and seeing people with different takes on it. So like uh I feel like oh I did feel like my character was was a niche uh type of story, but the more I go, like a lot of people got hip hop elements in, in the comic books, but on the flip side, I I don't like. So I can't think of the character's name or the book or nothing. But it's some guy. Well, it's just two two heroes. One guy whose name is um, Ghost Ghost Rider, and he was like has some kind of like phantom type powers, and and use it a Ghost Rider, someone who writes for artists that doesn't get the no ride to, but they get paid for it. So. They do that in there, and, and you know, to me, that's kind of corny a little bit because you know, is 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 a you blend the elements of music with the powers. And another guy was uh had sound powers through like like CDs on his hand or something like. He just it's weird, but my hip hop element is more realistic versus his actual powers and what's actually going on with him superhero wise and what he what's going on with him musically. It's because, you know, I'm in the music industry, so I'm able to incorporate certain aspects in there that I'm, I know from just doing it. So I can put them, the experiences, like like uh, Peter Parker, if I was a photographer, I know I'd say um, different terms about photography in the book because uh, Peter Parker is a photographer for Daily Bugle and he, as majority, that's what we know him for. So I want Chaz to be known for being a musical engineer in the music industry. And if you, you know, second kind of like Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And being in uh, kind of the music community and also the comics community, uh, is there a lot of uh, cross pollination between the two? I mean, do uh, do hip hop heads be like, man, comics, or you know, are there a lot of comics who are people who are into the music that you make, or vice versa? Well, I've been finding people who are doing something similar to what I'm doing, um, but it's not the same genre. Like it's a it's a two people. Um, they've been doing rocket like heavy metal and comics. They've been pretty well at it. Actually, um, they have a Kickstarter going on right now as well. And uh, they do an album and a, and a book or an album and a volume at the same time. Comics, I guess, back in the day, maybe comics in, in hip hop. You know, it's, it's, you know, now because of the movies, it probably comes up. But you're not seeing like Jay-Z talking about, you know, the latest Black Widow comic. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you're not. But um, you do see a lot of uh, rappers talk about anime a lot. Um it's it started going that in that in that area. So um I guess manga, you you consider manga and hip hop. But comics wise, you know, that's that's probably like a, a different age group. 
maybe a couple more Marvel movies or maybe the view was a, a animated series or a movie. It'd be more you no know, hip hop related, you know, that way. I don't think m- most people who's um in the rap or stuff like that are reading comics per se. They're probably reading reading um manga and anime, but not comics. Yeah, probably the only thing that I can think of that would be a real uh crossover between the two was uh Fantagraphics made uh, that hip hop family tree series of books a little while back. Curtis, what have been the biggest obstacles or challenges you faced and how did you overcome them? Trying to put out the project, um, you know, trying to um, put out these issues. So like, you know, you see DC and Marvel, you know, putting out a book every two weeks, a month, whatever. But as any uh, creator, you know, it's harder to use your your own money and you um, work with somebody who has a a nine to five as well as you you have a nine to five yourself. So the hardest obstacle was putting out the book. Uh, in a timely manner, you know, I don't want to put out a book every one, once every year because, you know, I got so many issues playing. I don't want to be 50 years old still putting out issue six. So <laughs> um, I got story to be told and I want to put out as fast as I can. So uh, that's definitely been my best, biggest obstacle so far is just uh, just not stopping. You know, uh, how I got overcame it, just, uh, just no breaks. You know, I got so much stuff written and outlines written. So when one book's done, I'm ready to go with the second book. It's like, it's no stopping. What do you feel has been your biggest mistake? Biggest mistake? Well, this thing that I have an audience when I don't have an audience. <laughs> That's my uh, biggest, biggest mistake. Just thinking if I just put something out there, people on social media or people around me, just don't go for it because they uh, they know me or they see it, and which is not the case. You know, I, I, I'm still around people that, you know, you know, I be around, I grew up with. You know, still haven't purchased a book and whatnot, you know. Uh, and, but I have met people I have never thought would purchase a book at the same time who, who bought all three, you know. So it's just thinking that just because people know you and associate with you, they will uh, support you on something when they uh, probably won't. Curtis, what's been your best moment? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> my kids, <laughs> I just, you know, I got like two um, toddlers, you know, maybe my kids. I said that's probably my best moment. Their their burst having them. Uh, the comics it'd be either seeing my book physically or having my book in my local combo store. Uh, my local combo store they have picked up my book and my books on their shelves and um, it has sold out from their shelves twice already. So I guess that. Oh, that's cool, man. Uh, did you approach them to get it in there, or uh, did they approach you? When I first started, uh, they got the combo day, the free combo day there, and uh, that's any creators there. And when I first started, I wanted to meet people that way. Then earlier this year, I, I printed some flyers out, and I asked them, can I put these flyers in people's pool box? And he he allowed me to. Then one day, I was buying comics from there, and he like, hey, do you have some physical books? And I was like, yeah. He said, well, we can do a, a, a trade. You know, we, I can take your physical books and you can get the comics i'm like cool that's been the business ever since what has been the best advice that you've received be consistent you know don't uh don't stop uh stay in the people's eye you know with your uh your projects because uh people will forget about you really quick because it's so saturated out there right now i want to thank everyone for listening to under the mask podcast legacy of the view it's live on kickstarter it's going on now through june 3rd you can support it by visiting kickstarter.com, typing in Legacy of the View in the search field, and it'll take you right there. It'll pop right up. Curtis, where else can we find you online? 
Uh, you can find me at Legacy The View. That's at uh, Instagram or Facebook. Or you can just visit the website at LegacyOfView.com. It's real easy. Curtis, thank you so much for coming on and talking with me today. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. I enjoyed my time. If you know a creator that makes comic books or any other media and think they'd be a good fit for the show, drop us a line at underthemaskshow at gmail.com. You've been listening to the Under the Mask podcast with Bill Colomb. Welcome to the family. If you're a fan of comic books, a total process junkie, or just looking for more insight into launching your own book, you've found the right podcast for you. Thanks for listening, and make sure to like or leave a review, and we'd appreciate it if you'd tell a friend or two. To reach out, visit us at underthemaskpodcast.com. This has been a presentation of Why Comics. Till next time, this is the Under the Mask Podcast, signing off.